It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And it is a War Report Wednesday with C-Dub and Mike G of the War Report. I'm repping y'all swag today. How we doing? Amazing. Listen, Uh Amazing, awesome, amazing. Why, why, uh, why so amazing, Mike G? Well, first of all, I ate exactly ten pounds of mac and cheese for Thanksgiving, so I got my fill. That's good. Season, good. Um, had a good time at home back in Alabama. Uh, my parents. I went to my first Iron Bowl in about seventeen years. Wow. Well, I mean, it was so much time. You got extra Iron Bowl. It's almost like you got an Iron Bowl and a half to make up for that lost time. Yeah, it was it was an interesting watch from the press box this year. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I got a chance to, you know, meet some awesome people uh, this past weekend at the Iron Bowl. I met a lot of players, parents. It was it was uh, it was a good time being there with friends and family. Cool. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into the news of the day. As of this recording, I just got a feeling somebody else is going to do it as soon as we're done. But as of this recording, five Auburn Tigers from last season have entered the transfer portal. The, the first three kind of all came at once um, with Caleb Johnson, the defensive end slash edge player, Elijah Canyon, the wide receiver, and Sean Shivers, of course, uh, the, the all-purpose back that we have known to love here on the show and throughout the Auburn fan base. Later in the day, Tayshawn Manning made his announcement, the offensive guard, and then uh, most recently, defensive back Ladarius Tennyson. C-Dub, what are your thoughts about this list of five guys that are uh, that are out? Not really surprised. Okay. Uh, I know when I look at Caleb Johnson, that makes sense. When you look at what's in front of him, what's behind him coming, you got Dylan Brooks who's coming. Uh, you you have a few other recruits this year, uh, guys who are committed who's coming in. Auburn is actually in the hunt for another few for a couple of guys who uh, we're battling Bama for. So. That room is getting pretty intense, right. and so it makes sense for a person like Caleb Johnson. Shivers, Shivers was just the victim of a bad injury at the wrong time, and it gave way for Hunter to come in and actually take advantage of those reps. 
and Shiver never Shivers never was able to get those reps back. So even down the course of the stretch of the season, we were using Shivers in pass protection or coming out of the backfield, and it seems like he got a little less burn as well in terms of passes thrown his way. So not a lot of opportunities for Shivers. And I'm pretty sure a guy like him believes in himself and wants to prove that at least gets an opportunity to show what he can do. And I'm not quite sure moving forward he gets that at Auburn, so that makes sense. Uh, Tennyson is a, is a bit of a surprise. We were kind of hard-pressed to see who from the defensive side. We already mentioned Caleb Johnson, yeah. but I was a little surprised at, at that. In a sense, to what we saw flashes of him uh, when Kevin Steele was here. Not so much the, the case once Mason got here. Of right. course, changing up the scheme uh, kind of put guys in a bit of flux in terms of how they fit with what Mason likes to do. I think uh, we Kaufman, saw – I think Mason originally saw him as a safety. I mean, he was starting at safety next to Smoke Monday in spring of last year. And then after the, spring, they the – uh, giveth, the portal taketh away. That's I right. Mean, by Darius Knighton came in, and it was that, was that was who they were raving about. Yeah, you're right. And Donovan I thought he Kaufman. was slated to be starting opposite – of of smoke but then Kaufman comes in Knighton comes in and that's all we were hearing about and we didn't really start seeing Tennyson until Knighton got injured mm-hmm. uh, I think in the Mississippi State game we start seeing a good bit of Tennyson and he played well and so especially in special teams but and I his think game he, was the um was the A&M game he played really well against A&M yeah yeah, yeah. so I was a little surprised at that, but he again, he wasn't getting a lot of burn. Of course, there's Canyon, which, I mean, shocker. Um, I saw that one pretty much coming. Yeah, and I think too. Right. Manning didn't get a lot of burn along the line. So these aren't surprising. Uh, Tennyson may be a little bit surprising because you would think he would have an opportunity next year with Smoke, Knighton, and a few other guys leaving in the secondary. So I would expect he would have stayed around for that. But if he doesn't feel like he's a fit in Mason's scheme, then you move on to Greener to uh, – Greener pastures. Mike G, my response to all of this is the one that hurts the most is Shivers leaving, at least emotionally. But as far as on the field production, the one that hurts the most probably is Tennyson. Because I think all the other guys so far, it's like, okay, there's not a clear path to, you know, a big jump in production from 2021 to 2022. Tennyson, yeah, I can I'm- make the argument that it's like, okay, Tennyson may have been competing for a starting job next season. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can argue that there's not a lot of experience leaving in this group of five, right? Like, you know, now I know Shivers had some experience, but in terms of the amount of carries he was getting this year, um, I'm not sure how much that hurts from a production standpoint. But I'll tell you, uh, from an emotional standpoint, like you said, Zach, Shivers hurts. Yeah. Um, However, however, this is definitely the best thing for him. Like, there's zero reason for him to stay here another year and sit behind, you know, uh, Hunter and Tank. Yeah. So leaving is the best decision. And, and with the advent of the portal, what we're seeing, we're going to see more of this. Guys have no reason to just sit at school, sit in school and let their dream of possibly playing pro waste away because they can't get any tape to show NFL scouts. Go somewhere where you can play. Now, I'll tell you what. I think Shivers should go play for Gus. Go, it's you got one year left, man. Go play somewhere where you know they're going to put you on the field. Right, right, absolutely. Well, and we saw Shivers be this massive leader, you know, during the pandemic and when they didn't know if they were going to play football or not. I mean, all these guys that that left this past season to go to the draft or whatever, 
you know, they came on the show and I always asked, like, who led y'all through this? And they all were like Sean Shivers. I mean, he'd get up in front of the locker room and talk everybody through all of this. Right, and right. I mean, the, the, was, those stories kind of went away in the Harson regime. So, yeah, yeah I, I think the Gus thing makes, um, I, I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah, just go play Go play somewhere where you're going to play. You got one year left to make an impact, young man. Go out there, do what you can, get on the field. Uh, he was a great teammate. He was a yep. great Auburn Tiger. He was a leader in the weight room this offseason as well, too. Tear and he's up. fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, when he yeah. has a ball in his hand, he's fearless. He's got speed. He he's not afraid of contact. I mean, I, I just I just hope for the best for him, man. Yeah, just give him give him a chance. Elijah Canyon, uh, this the writing was on the wall for this transfer for a while. Uh, one of your top three most talented receivers in your room, not on the field. There was definitely something else going on there. But I wish this young man well too. Uh, so if. Auburn is not the place for you if he wasn't a good culture fit here for what there's no new coaches trying to do. Mm-hmm. Go someplace, get on the field. I am in to- – we're going to see more of this. I, I, I see a lot of fans, Zach, freaking out about, oh, all the players are leaving. I'm like, every school is going to go through this. Every yeah. school. Yeah, for the folks freaking out, they do not listen to the War Report and they do not listen to Locked on Auburn because we've been talking about this for weeks. I mean, with yeah. the, with the right. new transfer rule and how if you have at least seven guys leave and transfer out, you're able to get those scholarships back. And so right. that means, because the NCAA ran into this issue a year ago where all these guys transferred and they ran out of spots because they right. were competing for these spots with all these high school kids coming in as well. And right, they don't want that. Right. It's a terrible look. I mean, we're all about player empowerment. It's like, well, there's no more space for you guys. So it's a great rule. But you're going to see probably, probably every school, at least every competitive school, have at least seven guys leave. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Listen, listen. the system needs to create opportunities for kids and stop taking it away. Right. Period. And, and, and right. they're trying so, to. They're trying to. Right. So, you know, this may not stop at seven. But for every kid who makes a decision to leave Auburn, I hope that kid finds some success somewhere in a system uh, that fits them, uh, that, you know, accentuates their, their, you know, their strengths and, you know, uh, gets them to work on their weaknesses and then gives them ultimately just a chance to make it to the next level because that's the ultimate dream. And right. how many kids have we seen just not get the chance because somebody, some coach just didn't see their potential or, you know what, they were just in a talented room that was just too crowded for them to get on the field. Right. right. No, you're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, and you, you see that with school, again, to your point, you see that with schools that have been recruiting very well. You're going to get kids who already came into that program believing in themselves. And what I like about this transfer portal is that it creates the opportunity for everyone to win. Your school finds the perfect fit in terms of guys who fit their culture. Those players leave to find a school that fits them and their talents and allows them to excel. It's a win-win for everyone. You hate to see guys go, but you hope that they win wherever they land. Yeah, and last point on this, sure. right? It also evens the, the, like the talent playing field across the landscape, right? So if you miss in recruiting yeah. one year, the next year you may be able to get a portal guy who – is looking to play, he's over the allure of the Bama or the USC sure. or some of these traditional powerhouses. He's got to get on the field, and it allows the little guys to catch up sometimes to the big boys in recruiting. Um, the portal has – I don't know if recruiting rankings have ever been less relevant than they are right now right? because of the yeah. portal. If you can do work in the portal, there's no way to accurately rate, I think, recruiting kids from the portal. 
transfers mm-hmm. from a portal. But, man, it's really going to create some parity in college football. Look at Michigan State. I mean, that's a prime example of a school that raided the portal, and they were in the playoff discussion at one point this season. So, yeah. like, they, it, 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 it definitely is an equalizer. There's no question about it. It's a war rapport Wednesday. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. I was in Ohio last week, and I literally uh, – Funny story, my wife went to Banera and she's like, she didn't ask if she wanted anything. She just brought back her food. And so I had to order food. And uh, normally I would just take my phone out and then go with Fetch Me Delivery. And I even opened the app and I'm like, oh, of course, they're not in Ohio. So uh, I used another one and they actually got lost. The people had to call me because they got lost and it took forever. Fetch Me Delivery, that does not happen because they are their local folks and they do everything they can to take care of you and everything that you are ordering. So go to FetchMeDeliver.com or download their free FetchMe app in your phone's app store. And whenever you place an order, use promo code LOCALMEAL to get some of that price knocked off courtesy of FetchMe and Locked On Auburn. FetchMeDeliver.com or their free FetchMe app. Also, today's show brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. It's so easy to win. We talked about this yesterday on the show, but... The, the way it is it is set up, it is set up for you to win. And so be sure to check it out. They've got all kinds of props. If you feel like somebody's going to go off tonight in the NBA or college basketball or when bowl season rolls around, just go all in. Go all in with prize picks. Or if you think somebody's going to stumble, you can take the under a lot of their stuff. So be sure to check that out, prizepicks.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON when you make that first deposit, and you will get 100% um, instant deposit match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com today. Use promo code LOCKEDON. C-Dub, Mike G. All right, so we kind of talked about this with Shivers. Um, I, I don't think losing Tayshawn Manning really hurts you. There is some experience there, but I think they're just going to like tear down the offensive line and build it back a different way. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's just kind of what they want to do. So I, I don't think that one hurts you a whole lot. Um, Caleb Johnson was a depth piece, like we said, but Ladarius Tennyson is super interesting to me because I kind of would have penciled him in after the bowl game. I would have penciled him in going into 2022 as the starting safety, um, back there, whether you move Donovan Kaufman from nickel to safety, or you put, you know, you keep Donovan at nickel and you put Zion Puckett and, uh, and Ladarius Tennyson there. So I think to me, I mean, and the defensive back situation is going to look totally different with McCreary leaving as well. And so, like, Roe Torrance probably fits in here at some point. But I think Harson and Mason are going to have to go get more defensive backs. Yeah, or I'm just curious to see what they've done with some of the kids that were already on campus because we did recruit some pretty good safeties out of high school yeah. um, years past. So I'm curious to see how their development is going. But, yes, to your point, they may have to because I, I like Tennyson at safety. I think he's much more physical than Kaufman is, and I think Kaufman has played better closer to the line of scrimmage. So to see him go is, yeah, it definitely creates a potential void there. We know Knighton is not coming back, so I'm curious to see how they address that position opposite of Puckett. Yeah, listen, uh, development has to be a thing again, right? You've got to be able yeah. you go out when you get guys in the portal, but develop the kids that you have, right? Because uh, I know I said just a second ago that recruiting rankings – are less important, but getting kids you can develop out of high school are still important and showing upcoming recruits that if they choose you, you know what to do with their talent and creating a pipeline of talent where you are producing NFL safeties, you know, all SEC uh, defensive backs, you know, Roger McCrary, 
should help recruiting quite a bit this year. Uh, Pro Football Focus has him actually ranked as like the best corner that's ever played. <laughs> right? I mean, he, so, like, he had an incredible season. Oh my goodness! This this yes. guy is going to go to the league, and you know we've been kind of defensive back you here for the. It feels like for the last ten years, right? Yes. I, mean, we've so, ha- I mean, we've had a good corner for like the last decade and a half. It seems like, and I think Ro Torrance has a chance yeah. to be the next guy, and I think yeah, Jalen Simpson is going to take a big step too, assuming he's back. So we've had a shutdown corner, right? Every, yeah. Almost every single year. So go out, find the next guy. It's got we. What Auburn is trying to do now. Um, is be next man up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in some ways, Tennyson does hurt. He, he flashed some great potential this year. You know, but at the end of the day, uh, this top, you just got to reload, man. You know, I know um, Harson. you know, Zach, I got a chance to, to talk with Harson right after the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Um, and he was very gracious in taking about, you know, 10 to 15 minutes to talk to me. But he, you know, one of the things he said in our conversation was, you know, he said, Mike, I'm building culture. Right. And we have just laid the first brick and, you know, he looked me dead in my eye and said, I'm, I'm the guy. All right. And I was like, listen, sold. let's, let's ride coach. Let's do it. Let's get our weight up. So um, it, it's, it's going to come back. It's going to come back to developing the guys you have, go out and get a couple more pieces. This team was really close to something special this season. I know the six and six record feels bad. But in, in in retrospect, we competed in almost every single game, no matter mm-hmm. how good or bad the loss was, mm-hmm. right? So if you can maintain the momentum that you built this year and then get a little over the hump, it, should, it could be a 9 or 10 win season next season. Yeah. So you just yeah. got to fill in some key pieces, you know, and, and we're going to get to the next, the next part of that puzzle here in a second. But right. Um, you got to fill in key pieces, man, and just keep it moving. It's the SEC. I, I, sure. I don't know if coaching Zach has ever been as strong as it is in the SEC West. First of all, no, yeah, no way. All seven teams from the SEC West made a bowl game this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All seven teams and six teams from the other side of the conference. Poor Vandy is the only school that didn't. I mean, that's, I mean, that, that counts, right? That counts as every school in the East, right? Fair enough. <laughs> I actually have a Vandy point that I want to talk about in a second. But yeah, I mean, coaching right now is at an all time high in the conference. Oh, There's no oh question my God. about it. Listen, yeah. Mike Leach, now Brian Kelly, Nick yeah. Saban, Lane Kiffin, Brian Harson. Jimbo. Uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher. Unreal. <laughs> like, this is tough, man. This is really tough. And then, you know, you got Kirby Smart on the other side of the conference. You got Josh Heupel making waves at Tennessee. Oh, and what they're doing in Arkansas, I think, is impressive. Yes. Oh, Sam Pittman. Sure. Yeah, Sam like, Pittman is doing he, work. He's become one of my favorite coaches to, to follow just because I like his style. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, oh. it's a time. It's a time. And, you know, I, I think Auburn's got a good dude in Brian Harson to get us there. It's just going to, like you said, this is going to take time. Hey, you mentioned Vanderbilt. Um, they've got a safety, Brendan Harris, former four-star. Mm-hmm. He was committed to Tennessee. He flipped part of uh, Vandy's 2018 signing class. But, you know, as soon as Donovan Kaufman entered the transfer portal, everyone's like, oh, Derek Mason's going to go get him. Kind of think we're going to feel a, a similar thing about this. And uh, I think it'd be a good fit as well. I mean, experience. He's got more experience playing than uh, than Kaufman did um, at the time that where, where Auburn went and got him. But, Clear, clearly a talented guy. So I think that's the name to watch. Brendan Harris is his name. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I um, saw that name. I saw that name, and and it makes sense considering who his head coach was when he signed with Vandy. That's so, right. Yeah, I would definitely keep an eye on him. Well, and they made him flip too, so he liked what they were selling to you know leave Tennessee and, and go to Vandy. So I, I think that's something to to definitely follow. Um, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this. We'll talk about it more later. I just want to kind of see. I, I'm just so afraid. I got. I we we recorded a show yesterday, and then we got done, and then you know. The, the Bobo news came out. So I, I just got a feeling Owen's going to announce something soon. And I just, so let's not spend a whole lot of time talking about the linebackers as a whole. Let's just talk about Zacoby. Zacoby announced that he's going to go no um, to, to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Not much of a shocker, but, um, you know, wish him nothing but, uh, but the best. His stats from a tackling standpoint are absolutely incredible. Zacoby, you don't have to play. Listen, you've given Auburn everything yep. you've given Auburn more than what we could have ever expected from you we appreciate what you've done I hate he fell a little short of 100 tackles we did a facts and all on our last one that we did and we all felt like he was going to do it he needed 12 tackles in the iron bowl I think he got like five he's so four he short fell, he's fell four. he fell a little short of of getting 100 tackles for two years in a row which was just nuts Zach well it's he had 113 insane. in 10 games so mm. it's like you know scoot so he know. still kind of got it he yeah. still got 200 yeah. tackles over he the past two years it's ridiculous so, he's given Auburn his all listen man thank you for what you've done well said go make us proud at the next level well said absolutely it's a war rapport Wednesday today's show brought to you by our friends at bet online betonline.ag the fastest and easiest way to place all of your sports bets. Um, it's the fastest place in the entire internet, the entire world. Use promo code Locked On when you make an account. Making an account is free, but then you got to uh, when you make that deposit, use promo code Locked On to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on that first deposit. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and USC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the twenty twenty one season. Bet online where the game starts. Also, hey, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors. It's a great stocking stuffer as well, or you can just put it under the tree. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Built.com. Guys, what are folks missing out at the war report if they're not uh, if they're not subscribed and checking y'all out? Uh, it's almost it what it is basketball season. Yes, it's here. So we are covering covering basketball. Uh, we're, we're working hard over at the war report, uh, Zach. Um, the film reviews are going. The postseason film reviews are going to the next level uh, now due to some changes. You know, we'll be talking about those in a different light. Okay, uh, but. Um, it's going to be we're going to do our best this offseason to kind of educate fans on what we saw, uh, break down the film so we can all agree on what we're looking at and then know what to expect moving forward. So um, we have a thing called a war report insider. Um, it's a great community of people uh, that have chosen to just join the conversation in a positive way and uh, uh, help us do things. We as our insiders coming together to do things for the community as well. So. Uh, you can join over at the War Report on YouTube. Check us out on all the social media platforms and podcasts. Absolutely, yeah. The War Report. It's uh, I'm an insider. It's worth every penny. Highly recommend you do. If you like the content we do here, you'll really like what they do over there. All right, let's jump into the news that broke earlier this week. 
Mike Bobo will not be returning as Auburn's offensive coordinator. Uh, your general thoughts on that moving forward, and then kind of what do you want to see from the next guy? You know, Zach, Mike G and I, we 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 have acquaintances and friends who are family of coaches, like they're related to coaches, and so hearing their experiences gave us a whole different perspective in terms of what sure. the families go through when a coach gets fired. And so once you get that understanding, Zach, I'm very slow to yell fire this coach just because they had a bad game or two. Right. right? Okay. I'm not, I'm not quick to get on that, on that bandwagon because there's a lot of people connected to that coach that we want to see gone whose lives get disrupted. So, that part of the, the humanity part of it, I feel for, for Bobo, and it's easy to not feel for him, especially when you see what his contract is mm -hmm. uh, for the next two years, but they're still human beings. And so that part of it just makes it, you know, ugh, you hate that part of it, but when you consider what Auburn's offense has done since Arkansas, especially in the second half of games, Auburn ended up scoring a total of 15 points in the second half to close out the season only scored one touchdown in those games in the second half. And when you look at how close Auburn was to building something special, and then you look at how we finished the season, and you look at what Harson is trying to build here, Harson cannot afford to go another six and six. Harson can't afford to have another meltdown like that. So when you look at it from that standpoint, Harson had to do this. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense for Harson. Um, it just highlights to me just how serious he is and how committed he is because this is his shot. This is what he left the comfort of Boise to do to prove that he can win in the toughest division in the toughest conference in all of college football. This is his shot. And so what he's not going to do is allow Bobo or any other assistant to stand in the way of him proving himself. He wants to win and him making a decision as decisive as he has proves just that sure absolutely uh mike g as far as what you want to see from the next offensive coordinator um what are some things you think uh auburn fans should be looking for oh man listen it's tough zach because we heard a lot about this multiple offense that harston was supposed to bring in with them and when you have an offensive head coach your the offensive side of the football should take on the identity of that coach mm -hmm. i'm not quite sure that happened this year so um, what I want to see is I want to see our offense take on that identity. Uh, if we have an offensive head coach, offense should never offense. The offensive side of the ball should never be the problem. Right. That's just my, that's just my logic. I, you know, I don't, I'm not sure it passes a smell test. I'm not giving you a bunch of reasons why I'm just saying, Hey, we got I just, a guy. I just feel like we've said that for, for eight years, but yeah, yeah go ahead. Right. Right. Like just, we should right. be good on the offensive side of the ball. Right. Um, you go out and you get a guy who you can give full autonomy on defense, but on offense, you keep one hand on the wheel with whoever mm -hmm. it is that you hire. Now, uh, play calling, I think has to improve. And I early in the season, I was down on play calling. And then B will talked to me off that ledge and said, no, man, it's just execution. And then essentially they haven't made a statement on it. You got fired for play calling based on what we saw in the iron pole. Right. There were some questionable calls, uh, questionable decisions made. Uh, the head coach bears it all. But mm -hmm. he also is, you know, 
you got coordinators for a reason. And if you let them do the job, they have to do the job. So um, I want to see somebody come in and, and execute Harson's Harson's vision of the offense. And if I'm Harson, listen, man, uh, if I'm going down, we'll go down doing it my way, not somebody right. else's way. Right. right. So, you know, he, we, we, I want to see this multiple offense when it, when it's good and it's going, it's really, really good. So, you know, put, get your guys in, you know, 2022 may not be our year. We've got to improve. We can't go six and six again. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, we, we need to, improve. it's a tough slate too. Yeah. Listen, it's always going to be a tough slate, right? Always. But, yeah. But you want, you want, you want the two toughest games at home. Yeah, right. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. True. So, like, I mean, he's I, I from the next coordinator. I just want to see if you're turning over the the keys, you know, to the ship to somebody. That coordinator needs to be an established coordinator with a good reputation and a proven system. If you're hiring an up and comer, I'm fine with it because we have an offensive head coach. Uh, I Damn. just want to see him be more involved offensively uh, in the system. Uh, and I don't know that he wasn't. It just—it's just I'm speculating and saying it just didn't. It did, I don't—I'm not sure this was his vision of offense. Sure. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see here. I, I think that because of the way we ended the season, Harson's seat got hot going into 2022, right? And it's—it it sounds weird to say that a coach is on the hot seat in year two, but I mean, four straight losses to end the season just makes anybody's seat hot. Yeah. So right. um he's got to he's got he's got to improve. He's definitely got to improve this. You start by either getting a coordinator that just can take it and run or you know bring somebody in who's executing what you want them to do and you're heavily involved in the decision making and how things are, are planned. I mean, I would like to know, man, uh we went through this with Gus Zach but you know, there was the whole thing. I'm calling plays. I'm not calling plays. I'm calling plays. You know, I just wonder if Brian Harsis is the type of coach that will come in and call plays if necessary. Right? Yeah. Is that something he considers this offseason? I, I don't plays? I don't think it is, but it will be fun to see. Because you know that's going to be the first question he's asked once he, you know, gets in front of media after he hires somebody is who's calling plays. Who's calling plays? And, yeah. You know, and, and he was pretty forthcoming with Bobo being the play caller. I bet this. I bet it's that way for whoever he uh, whoever he, he hires, especially if it's Keysal, which I think is that I think that's who it's going to be. He's mm. never set a precedent for that, which I would for. So if he was to do that or or want to take part in play calling, it would be a first. It, I would be surprised because he hasn't done it before. Make no mistake, Zach. This, in my personal opinion is Brian Harson's most important hire he's ever made in his career. This is the one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of where he where he currently stands, how he finished his first year and what he's trying to build moving forward. You can't fire your second coordinator a year from now because he doesn't get it. Right? You got to get a guy who understands what you're trying to do. And I know a lot of fans want to see a sexy name. Listen, there's nothing sexier than an offensive coordinator that knows how to score in the first and second half of games. Ooh. Whoever Brian Harrison gets, <laughs> that's who I want. I want a guy who knows how to do that. Rex, man, coming down the stretch, dude, the guy, the guy with the big brass ones that knows how to just deliver the call to yeah. win the game, right? We've seen it done to us all year. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Now we got to go out and get that guy. Right. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time as always. If folks uh, if folks want to check out what's going on at the War Report, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, man. Head over to the YouTubes. Type in the War Report. Uh, you'll see a bunch of our stuff. You'll see some Locked On stuff as well, too, because YouTube likes to group us all together. Let's go. You know, all the greats. They pull all the greats together. That's it. Uh, and uh, become an insider. You know, check out our content. We're going to be live. We're putting out seven content pieces a week now, so we got plenty of content. War Report Wednesdays over at Locked On. We're everywhere, man. You guys know how to find us. Awesome. And, and also, if you're on a treadmill or in the car, you can find us on podcasts wherever they're streamed as well. So definitely head over there. Absolutely. Gentlemen, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 